Hello and thank you for joining us on It Is Written Canada. Friends, it has been said that it takes a village to raise a child. And it also takes a community to make a project for children work. A project like Bags of Love that relies on volunteers of all ages and walks of life. The little country church in the town of Raleigh, Alberta is the command center of this great work and it extends to childcare offices throughout the province. From this humble community of faith, Bags of Love provides handmade bags of love to meet the needs of displaced children. A community of quilters donate their creative, colorful work some of the most beautiful quilts you will ever see go into the bags. The thoughtful care that goes into each quilt is truly heartwarming and social workers and foster parents testify to the calming and comforting effects the bags have on children who have experienced the worst trauma of their lives. Having your very own quilt to cling to in those moments of overwhelming distress provides a great deal of comfort for these children. Today we are joined by Jewel Lian and Nancy Club and some of their team of volunteers who have two motives that keep them going. A deep love for children and an abiding trust in the Lord who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that they would dare to ask or think according to the power that works within all those who put their faith in Him. Welcome back to It Is Written Canada. Thank you for joining us. Today we are joined by Jewel Lian and Nancy Club, who are heading the team here in Riley, Alberta of the Bags of Love charity that is run completely by volunteers. Hmm. Jewel and Nancy and their team provide handmade bags of love to meet the needs of displaced children. Jill and Nancy, thank you so much for welcoming our It Is Written Canada team to come and see what you're doing here in Riley, Alberta. Thank you so much for coming. We just love having you. We're, we're just glad you're here. Thank you. So Jill and Nancy, could you tell us about Bags of Love? What do you do and where do these bags go? All right. Well, you mentioned Riley, Alberta, and that is the our little pinpoint where we begin, but it actually just blossoms all over. It was 11 years ago when we started and we only had a few child service offices. That was around, mainly around this type of area. But as we went further and further along, it became clear to us that there was need for more and also that people were asking for more. And we were unsure of what we could do or not do, but we realized that this really wasn't our project. 
that everything that was happening were things that was just doors were being opened to us time and time again. So we made the decision that if something came, we were going to try to meet that need. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we, for the next 11 years, that's what we started doing and just picking up as we went along. What goes into those bags? So we make bags and what goes into them is a homemade quilt, a stuffy toy, sometimes games, coloring books. We try to do age and gender appropriate. So, you know, as best we, as you can. And we deliver the bags to the social services offices and we don't know where they go from there. They go with our prayers. So you don't have a hands-on with the children who receive them? We can't. That would be uh, giving information away that would be inappropriate. So give us kind of a picture of some of the um, stories that you've heard about. Well, we don't get to see the stories, but we hear them, fortunately, we, and not a lot, but a few. One was of four children that were removed from their home. The oldest boy was really upset that this had happened, and he felt very responsible for his siblings. And so they weren't very happy going to another home, uh, but they had been given their bags of love. And so when uh, the older brother sort of got control of things, we'll say, uh, they, off they went away from the home with their bags, kind of like think of Santa Claus with his knapsack over his shoulder. <laughs> and these children went off across the field, um, not really knowing where they were going, um, but they had their bags of love because they knew it's my very own bag of love. And so they knew they had their property, they weren't stealing anything, and that's beautiful. They their so you gave them something, and now they had something that belonged to them. That's right. Wow. So, Joel. Yeah, and lots of kids that come into care don't actually have anything with them, and if they do. And any foster parent can tell you this, I would say 100% of the time, maybe 95%, it comes in a black garbage bag. So their self-worth looking like that at a black garbage bag, it just isn't, it's, it's so demeaning. So it was really important, the important part of what we make, three most important things, the quilt, the homemade quilt, that's something for comfort that they're, they're not sure where they're going to get their comfort from. The teddy, another thing they can wrap their arms around and hug, no matter whether they're with somebody in their family or whether they possibly might be alone. And the bag is interesting because that's now their suitcase. Uh, some kids use it and take it multiple places or when they go home, when they have bio visits, sometimes they use that for going home for an overnight or something. So the bag, all three of those items, even though there's many more items in there, are the rock solid most important. So Jill, tell us about your favorite story. Ooh, hard to pick a favorite story, but I do have one that always, you know, comes back to my mind. and. Uh, it was quite some time ago when uh, there was a dispute and all our disputes as a rule often have, not all, but you know, often have after midnight before uh, daylight and a child was removed, a little girl, about between two and three and by herself and a young officer was at the home who actually was there to, to take this child with him 
to call up a social worker and meet him at an office to say, you know, I'm bringing in this little girl. And um, he had only been on the job a short time. It didn't take long at all for this tiny little one who had been nervous, afraid, whatnot, to totally bond to this tall, good-looking police officer. And he was just, oh, what can I do? When he came into the building, she clung on to him just as tight as could be. And there was no the social worker, no nothing doing. She wasn't being taken or put down on the floor. So the social worker quickly thought, went to the other room and pulled out the bag of love. And the officer sat down on the floor with this little one and said, oh, let's see what's in here. Now this little girl was, it was the middle of the night, she must have been exhausted. And yet she just knew, I need this guy, he's my buddy. And as they pulled through the different things and he helped her pull out the blankie, she immediately felt what that blankie, it didn't take much to wrap that around her shoulders and she quickly poked her little thumb into her mouth, went over to the couch, crawled up and honestly, was just went sound asleep just like that that's beautiful that's very beautiful mm -hmm. how do you advertise what you're doing and is there a website where people can go we have a website it's bags of love all one word dash eca dot ca hello girls hello. oh good to see Hello, hello, hello. Look at what you brought. You always bring me such great stuff. Oh, I'll take the heavy take one. Take the heavy one, please. <laughs> Those are oh, my goodness. <laughs> you girls have been busy. Well, a bit. This is awesome. This is. I love it when we go through this stuff. It's so much fun. So, what'd you bring? An ice spy. Uh, this is just like one Christmas. And I used some. Uh, scraps for the binding. Okay, this you one. Did. This this one is from Wendy. Oh, Wendy does an amazing job of quilting. Absolutely. Oh God! Oh God! My word! This is so pretty. Yeah, that I like that. Yeah. Uh, if we didn't, I'm so glad that she does this for us. Woo! This is very seasonal because we saw so many yeah, geese this on the is way our coming out geese, here. But only these are Canadian geese. Well, there was yeah. a mixture. That's even Canadian better. Geese. There was a mixture. Okay. So this is awesome. Thank you for bringing this in. You guys are great, and you're you're always bringing us something that we've never seen before. This is a this is a newbie. Even this one underneath is is amazing. And listen, you know, how long have we been doing this together? Probably about since I started. I found out about Bags of Love in January uh, 2016 through your letter to the Country Register, mm -hmm. and you so, were asking for bags, and so we started making bags and bringing you bags, and then that turned into quilts. That is so. That's and that. So what is it, and why? You know what, Rose and Carol. We do this a lot, but what is it the thing, because I know you guys are rock solid, you're not leaving, you're not going anywhere, you you said this is it, this is your mission. Why do you do what you do? Well, I do it because of the stories that we hear about how these bags yes. um, affect the children, how mm -hmm. important they are to them. And uh, you told us about a gratitude lunch, um, yes. and we thought you hardly even know us, you know, when you're asking us to lunch. You fed us so well, and <laughs> and then there were a few speakers, and after the lunch, and um, 
the last one was a foster mother and um, she had some foster children of her own she got this call uh, kind of late at night about two little ones that needed a home so she had them brought to her place and she gave them each a bag and so this story is going you know very interesting so far and then she said they opened the bags and for the next few days that they stayed at our house they carried those bags with them from one room to the next and they wouldn't let them go and I just thought oh yeah. I have to do something here but that woman fascinated me that's why I went to bags of love that I know and uh, Carol because when she said those little guys she said they even took when they had their baths she said those bags were by the bathtub that's, they never went anywhere without them. Yeah, that's a very cool story. I almost forgot about that. Oh, that man. was my inspiration. Oh. I said, that's it. Well, that's awesome. Plus, it's filled a big void in my life, too. So, I'll tell you, we're totally blessed by having you because knowing that not today, the next day and everything, we know we can count on you, and that really makes a huge difference. So yeah. I just want to thank you for what you do. It's awesome. Well, It'll love it. So, Jill and Nancy, can you tell us about the history of Bags of Love? Where did this all start? Well, the first person that we got together with, well, was a lady who came, who lives in our church, a founder of our church, Beulah Osland. She went to BC camp meeting. There, there was a program about Bags of Love, and she collected all the papers on it and brought them back, plopped them in front of me to my whatever. I was not in the mood to read through all. And once we did, away we went. And the first, I was a teacher's aide. I took it to grades seven, eights, and nines. And they said, Mrs. Lynn, let's do this. Nancy began teaching me how to make quilts. We started working together. Beulah, who introduced us to the Bags of Love through the paper, still at 97, still strings our bags, every one of them that comes in, still active in this ministry. Tell me about the blessings that you received from it and about the building that you're in. We broke ground in September with a limited amount of funds. By December the 10th, we moved into a ground floor. Everything, uh, all the contractors and everything, many of them gave their things at cost or for free. Awesome. And at that point, we had a little bit owing and we're not sure how to bring in the rest of the money. And of course, it wasn't up to us. God just stepped right in. And one way or another, things just began to happen. Just so you know, we moved in December the 10th. By the beginning of March, our whole building was paid for. Oh, that's a blessing. So what does this, briefly, each of you, what does this mean to you personally to do this? What has it done for you? I really want to answer that question because there was something that happened when I began with Bags of Love and um, it, it, it began to change something in me stronger all the time that I wasn't even expecting to happen. And my life went to such a positive place with Christ because it gave that meaning, that fulfillment I couldn't give it up no matter what. I knew there may be things that I give up in my life, but it wouldn't be bags of love because it gave me the avenue to touch people, to reach out to people. And I always loved being with children as a teacher's aide or other things that I did. But this was something where I never even saw the children. It made me know, God, you are the one in charge. 
I loved hugging the kids when I went to school. I loved all that. And so that was a big thing for me. These children I never saw, but I knew I could still, because of Jesus' blessing on each and every one of the things we send out, I can touch those children with Jesus' love. It was a ministry that I just knew and that many of the women that work with me know that this is something they commit to because of something that they're able to go that's so much bigger than ourselves. And it's connecting ourselves with God. Yeah, it's such a faith builder. We, um, we just see miracles every time that we send out bags, we have quilts come in. Um, we, my husband and I have been foster parents for almost 20 years. And some days get really rough, but my relationship with Jesus really changes how I face my day. And so the strength that I get from the faith that Bags of Love has built for me is really key to everything we do. People are very anxious to help our children in Alberta have comfort at a time in their lives when things are really rough for them. And we just love to be part of that. So you said you don't have any hands-on connection with the kids, you just send the blankets and, the, and the, the bags of love. But in that bags of love, you have a letter to the children. Do they ever write letters to you? I do. I have a letter here that, and it's funny because I just found this just the other day and I read it over and I'm like, oh, I really do want the people to read this one. I was wondering, you know, Renee, would you read this for us? Sure. Dear Bags of Love, thank you very much for my bag of love. It was a really kind gesture and I'm going to appreciate it very much. My favorite part about it so far is the book and the coloring book. I like the coloring book the most as it takes up a lot of my time and I also really, really love the blanket you sent me. It is really warm and cozy. But I also really love the fidget that you sent me. It really takes my mind off things. And I also needed a notepad for school. But I got one from your pack, which helped me out a lot. Thank you. Sincerely, Martin. What a beautiful, heartfelt letter. You obviously do what you do for a reason. Tell us about your mission statement. Well, I would be happy to. Our, our mission statement is found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. I have a treat for you because one of my reasons even for doing Bags of Love is doing it with my granddaughter, Brielle, and she is going to share the mission statement with you. Now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So here we are. This is where it all comes together, right in this building great place and God has blessed you with this if someone is viewing this somewhere in Canada and they're saying hey I'd really love to get involved with something like this but there's nothing in my area how would they get started on starting a program like bags of love somewhere else well first of all uh, you have to have faith 
Yes. And I would the, I would say if you are moved by this what we presented, to just know, pray about it for beginning. Uh, know that God will lead to, you to the right answer. But then remember that this is going to be this is going to be a big commitment and a lot of work. And make sure you have the supports that you need. Even your family will be a part of it. So make sure that your husbands and all are. are we talk it over. These are neat things to get involved with, but they take they take a lot of commitment to carry through. So you have to count the cost. And the cost too. When you're thinking of if you are beginning one. Everything that goes into a bag, the costs of what goes into a bag come to close to between $150 and $200. That's why you need more than just yourselves and your church. You need your community because reaching out with them, they will help you in giving you the things that you're going to need to fill that bag. They will help you with making the quilt, with getting the coloring book and the crayons and all the stuff that you're going to need to make it work. And tell me, Nancy and Jill, do you have any, some more inspirational stories that you can share with us? Mm. Uh, yeah, my favorite is right from when we began Bags of Love, and we had packed a bag. And of course, in the beginning, we were able to be a little bit fussy about what we had. We choose things specifically. And this particular bag was packed with a pony quilt, a stuffed toy, and a story about horses. And so when the little girl opened it up, she said, how did they know I like this? <laughs> and, and that really touched me because it reminds me that God goes with our work mm -hmm. and what, what we receive is received by someone else and it's appreciated and and sometimes he works out cute little things like that for us. You know, I wanted something came to my mind that I thought I would like to share with you. Uh, we often talk about and think about little ones as the ones going into care, but children of all ages up to 18 years old go into care. And uh, you know, one time it was a social worker who has sent me a story and uh, something that she just said, we really witnessed today the power of what is what the bag of love can do for a child. There was two boys, both teenagers, brothers, that came into care, and uh, they they were had never been in care before, and they were absolutely afraid and upset, and they had lived in a situation where these these children were really dirty and unkempt. And the first thing that children do, they're brought in and they, they go over things with them a little bit to explain what they're, what's happening. He was so upset, he said, just get out of here. I want to go home. I just want to go home. And they didn't know what to do exactly at that point because there's no returning at that, you're going on with where. And uh, so one of the social workers went out and got one of the bags, his age appropriate bag, a teen boy bag, and brought it into him and just said, you know, uh, we're, and get that out of here. I just want to go home. Any child that's left in a wet room that's there, that's under observation due to anything like acting or even hurting, harming themselves. So the social workers noticed from as they were watching after a while that he got up from where he was sitting and went over and pulled that bag over back to where he had sat down. 
and he kind of wanted to know what was in it and began to loosen up the drawstrings on the top of it and carefully pull out a piece. The first thing that he reached for, as he looked in a little bit, he pulled out a piece of the quilt and just sat there with that quilt pulled up onto his lap with his little dirty hands and just rubbed the blanket with his fingers. And it just shows you that we, those things can do stuff that we cannot do. We could not reach out to do that, but the blanket was comforting him already. And that's where our bags of love really comes into play and helping others. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> so um, we have come to the end of our program. Mm -hmm. This program that has been so touching mm -hmm. and so heartwarming, what you ladies are doing, it's just mm -hmm. incredible. And I know that you've often said that all the glory goes to God. Truly, Without so Him, you wouldn't have any of this over here. Mm -hmm. So I just want to thank you so much for joining us on It Is Written Canada today. And before we go, I wonder if I could ask you to pray for us, please, Joel. Absolutely. Okay, Thank you. let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the many blessings that you've given to us. Lord, as the doors open and we have had It Is Written here today, and we know that across Canada, we'll be able to reach out to children. Lord, be there and help us as we do this program. We ask it in your name. Amen. Friends, what an amazing work Jewel and Nancy and their team of volunteers are doing, providing handmade bags of love to meet the needs of displaced children. And as you heard, many of the quilts alone would sell in a quilting shop for upwards of $500 each. And we at Is Written Canada really believe in this project and we're prepared to support Bags of Love by pledging to give one for one, one bag for every bag our viewers sponsor. So when you send a donation to pay for one bag, we at It Is Written Canada will sponsor one bag up to a total of 350 bags of love which means together with your support, we can provide 700 children with their very own bags of love. And any amount will help to support this wonderful project for children in need. To donate to Bags of Love, please call It Is Written Canada at 905-404-6510 or send your donation to it is written Canada, attention bags of love, box 2010, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. You can also donate online by going to iiw.ca and clicking on the donate tab. Select bags of love under the designation heading. Our phone number again is 905 404 6510. Thank you in advance for your generous support. Remember, we want you to experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus, our Savior, when he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. 
I guess probably because we love kids and they don't ask to be brought into these situations. And so if we can help make life a little pleasanter for them, that's my reason. And for my own mental health. Well, I'm so glad you guys stopped in today because I want to introduce you to someone that she, 11 years ago, came into church and carried over a bundle of papers and plopped them in my lap. You remember that, Beulah? I remember that. Yeah. Beulah is now 97 years old. And I want, this is so important because she is still an active part of Bags of Love. You can see here, this is going to be a bag that was brought in just today. There was 300 of these beautiful, beautiful bags. And are you ready for this I'm challenge? Ready for it. She's ready for this challenge. I know that's what I love about you, Beulah. Tell me, mm, what do you think the kids? Wonderful. They would be. They would love it. It's so cozy <laughs> and so warm. Cozy and warm. Yeah, it's showing like love, the love of God to kids. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca. Or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the Videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.